is opening day 2022. We are glad you are with us, and we are broadcasting live today. We are at Steny, Second and National, in Walker's Point in downtown Milwaukee. And we're looking forward to opening the doors here in just a little bit and getting the broadcast underway. The shuttles are going to be running later on this afternoon, getting you down to American Family Field. That is a live look at the bar as uh, they are getting ready and uh, preparing for the fans to start walking through the door, which uh, I would assume it's going to be a little bit later crowd. It's probably going to be an 11 o'clock crowd. But uh, good to have you today. Brewers get a nice win yesterday. So now they took two out of three from Baltimore. Is everybody back to being okay? Is everybody back to being okay? Because the Brewers get a victory yesterday. So the Brewers right now only a game behind St. Louis. Obviously, the Cardinals are coming to town. So the Cardinals sitting at three and one. The Cubs sitting at three and two. Brewers three and three back to five hundred. Uh, Cincinnati continues to falter. Pittsburgh uh, doing the same. A uh, game and a half back, and that's where the standings are in a very, very early portion of this 2022 baseball season. But, uh, but good stuff. They get that win yesterday, and that's really, I, I, you know what, coming out of uh, Baltimore after somewhat of a slow start, y- you take it. You know, four to two, they ended up doubling them up. Uh, you know, Boxberger uh, ends up getting uh, the win, but and Josh Hader with yet another save uh, for his save opportunities. But ultimately, Corbin Burns looked good. Seven innings. 97 pitches, 59 for strikes yesterday. Looks solid. Gave up only three hits. Uh, eight strikeouts, a walk. Uh, now you hope that Brandon Woodruff, who goes to the hill today, can give you a solid performance. But uh, I, I heard a lot of the debate uh, during the morning show as I was setting up down here at Stenny's and getting everything ready. I was listening to the uh, the morning show with Evo and the gang out in Madison. And, Ben, is, is, is there just a lot of consternation about whether or not you should be pulling pitchers this early when they have really solid outings going this early in the season? Is that really what I'm, what I'm kind of hearing? Yeah. Um, it happened last year, remember, when Craig Council pulled the curb and burns. Um, but, yeah, with Dave Roberts pulling Kershaw yesterday, it naturally came back up. Perfect game through yeah. seven, I believe it was, with 80 pitches. Nope, you pull them. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, you. I know a, a lot of people – don't feel that way, but on a shortened spring training, sprinting to get to the regular season, and then on top of that, a, <laughs> you're only into the regular season by two starts. I, I said this, did, you and I talked about this before the season got underway, and nobody argued that point. You know, it, nobody argues it until it actually happens, but nobody argued the point. I said there's, I, it doesn't matter if he's throwing a no-hitter, if he's throwing a perfect game. Once you get to 70, 80 pitches... You know, that's pretty much it. I was actually surprised that Corbin Burns threw as many last night as he did. Uh, that was a little bit, I thought for sure, with about 80, 85 pitches, they would have pulled him. They let him go 97 last night because he was throwing good, but and they let him get out of the seventh inning. But I thought for sure that they would have, uh, they would have, uh, they would have said, nah, baby, nah. They would have gone ahead and, uh, and pulled him prior to that. I, I was surprised they let him get close to 100 pitches. Um, but he was throwing the ball well. But I, there's no way that I'm allowing Clayton Kershaw to continue in, in that ball game if I'm the Dodgers. It's about winning the longevity of the season. And managers will tell you that all the time. Fans will get pissed. Fans will pound their fists. They want, and I, I get it. It's good for the game. To see a perfect game, which are they're so incredibly rare, but to risk the shoulder, to risk the elbow, to risk, risk the health – for the one game that moment, let's just say 
He gets through the seventh, gets through the eighth, gets into the middle of the ninth, but now he's sitting at 110 pitches. He's way overextended where he should have been. And not only do they get a base hit or they get a runner on, but then in addition to that, he starts to feel a twinge in his shoulder. It's, it's not worth it. it. The longevity of that is not worth it. You just appreciate the moment and what he did and what he accomplished, and then you look for the next two, three, five, seven, ten outings to be successful and to build upon that. But I, I, I get it. I, I'm a I'm an old school baseball guy. I want to see it's good for the game. I want to see the perfect game. I want to see the no hitter, but uh, not the first week of the season after an expedition. Had it not been for you, can actually say that Clayton Kershaw lost his bid for a perfect game due to the lockout. Because had there not been a lockout and there had been a full length spring training to be able to ramp these guys up properly, chances are you let them go. Chances are he's probably got enough work in in spring training to be able to say, yeah, you can go ahead and do it. But I, I just I didn't see it happening. Uh, I, I, I saw the little, you know how you get the, uh, the alerts on your phone uh, for whatever sporting event's going on? You know, I get the finals. The finals pop up, you know, when the Brewers win or, or lose or whatever happens in the National League Central. And then you get the headlines. And I got the MLB app that popped up and said, uh, Clayton Kershaw in the midst of a perfect game after five, after six. And I thought, oh, boy. And I started to pay attention. I thought, there's no way they're going to let him go. And then sure enough, they pulled him. So I, I think it was the right move. Others don't, but we'll, uh, that, that's, you know, we'll, we'll debate that. It's one of those great where we sit today inside a bar. It's one of those great barroom discussions. Great barroom discussions. Do you or do you not let him go? That's, and, and there's nobody wrong. That's the best part about it. Everybody ends up buying beer at the end of the day. So I'm good with that. Uh, but the Brewers, the big news was that the Brewers got a win. Devin Williams, he choked uh, only a uh, third of an inning pitch, gave up a couple of hits, gave up uh, a couple of runs, uh, did not look good. Uh, both of those runs earned, by the way. It, it wasn't a good outing for him. Boxberger comes in, goes two-thirds, closes out the inning. In the eighth, Hayter comes in in the ninth, uh, does what he does. Uh, didn't blow everybody away. As a matter of fact, didn't have a strikeout, had the one walk, but for the most part, um, 12 pitches, six strikes, and he gets three outs and pretty much done with the inning and throws up another set of goose eggs as far as an ERA goes for the season. So Josh Hader, his uh, third save of the year in as many attempts. So kudos to him. So the Brewers are back to even, and the Brewers come back home. I uh, was driving past American Family Field today. Uh, the lots are cleaned up. Everything's bright. It's sunny. It's beautiful. However, when you go outside, you notice it. And as I sit here today and I look out the window and I watch, you know, leaves and debris and anything else that you find on city streets blowing past uh, a garbage can down the road a little while ago just uh, kind of toppled over. The winds are picking up. They're talking uh, sustained winds of 30 to 40 miles an hour, gusts well over 50. We saw gusts just uh, west of us out in Iowa and in Minnesota a little earlier today, topping out at 65. So it is going to be an incredibly blustery day if you think you're going to do any tailgating at American Family Field, which is why I've said all along, we are live. We're here at Stenny's. Uh, they're going to open the doors coming up here in about 20 minutes. And if you want to come on down and you want to suck up one of the award-winning Bloody Marys, chase it with whatever you want to chase it with. Uh, you've got the award-winning wings down here. You've got the Bill Michaels garlic cheese bread, all the food. They're going to open everything up. So come on down and join us uh, pregame with us. And then they run the shuttles. The Stenny shuttles will be heading down to the ballpark. So you can just jump on the shuttle. You can park here, jump on the shuttle, let them do the driving, battle the traffic, drop you off right there by the front door, walk in, get done with the game, 
walk out, jump on the shuttle, head back here, pick up your car, and head on home. It's the easiest way to do it. doesn't cost you anything for parking. Plus, it's just a great time down here. I've always said this place is like the cheers of Milwaukee, without a doubt. So we're going to be here all damn day. It's, uh, it's a fun one. It's 414. It's 414. It's the 414 day. Game today, 414. We are in Milwaukee, which is the 414 area code, here on the 14th of April, the 414 day. And we are brought to you by our friends at Bud Light and Bud Weiser. Bud Weiser, by the way, the official uh, beer sponsor of Major League Baseball. Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Show. And uh, the seltzer with that pop, the hard soda, the loudest flavor ever, uh, classic cola, cherry cola, citrus soda, orange soda, Bud Light. They nailed it. They got it right. And by the way, all with zero sugars, enjoy responsibly. So we're going to talk with uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58. He's going to join us down here on site. Kevin's going to be here today. We're looking forward to that. Uh, We're going to be joined by a longtime friend. Chuck Freeman's going to be here in about 45 minutes. For those that remember Chuck and I doing shows together uh, some years ago uh, at one of the uh, the old stations, and uh, Chuck and I had so much fun. Every time we did a huddle together, people loved it. Chuck is like the rain man of Wisconsin when it comes to history, and uh, specifically Brewers baseball and Packers football. But we're just going to have a good time. We're going to reminisce. We're going to chat a little bit. We're going to have a good time and a lot of fun before he heads on down to the ballpark and Kevin heads there. And we're waiting to see when Andrew Wagner wakes up. He's a, he's a grouchy morning guy so uh we're hoping that he joins us down here on site today as well so looking for, forward to all of that and uh, don't forget our buddy jim ozarski uh from the journal sentinel he wrote a terrific piece that uh went out yesterday and i posted it and um over on the facebook fan page and jim ozarski covers the bucks he is at bucks practice this morning if he can make it here, he will. Otherwise, he will call us from the Bucks practice facility. We'll talk with him about that uh, tremendous piece that uh, he wrote uh, on Giannis and going back to the Giannis's philosophies. So we're going to talk with him coming up a little bit later on. So uh, anyway, uh, Andrew said that uh, he's going to try to come down and join us as well. I'm getting word. So that's good. It's going to be a fun time today. So we got all that going on. Uh, obviously, we're going to try to stay away from all the negativity when it comes to football and such and everything coming out regarding the NFL. We'll get into that at another time. We can still talk a little NFL draft and do that. Uh, also, uh, also uh, Tiger Woods, uh, some Tiger Woods news today as well. We're going to talk with him, or not talk with him, but about him as he gets uh, ready to ramp up for the Open at St. Andrews uh, coming up in Scotland. He is committed to, pl- to play in the uh, Open after the final round at Augusta, but uh, he has also announced there's some other things going on. So we're going uh, to bring you that uh, information, too, coming up a little bit later on in the program. So there you go. Um, in the meantime, in the meantime, you got the NBA, and uh, now that you've got uh, pretty much everybody set, you got the Hawks and the Cavaliers, the Pelicans and the Clippers coming up tonight, or excuse me, coming up on Friday. Uh, that'll be happening. Then you got some more contests coming up on Saturday, four of them to be exact. The Jazz, the Mavericks, Timberwolves, Grizzlies, Raptors, 76ers, Nuggets, and Warriors. And then the Bucks play. They play the Bulls 5.30 Central Time. The Bulls and the Bucks. that's going to take place. Still waiting to get the, uh, the update coming up uh, on uh, for the TBD, the to be uh, announced, determined against the Heat. That's going to be the noon tip-off on TNT coming up on Sunday. The Nets and the Celtics and then the Suns going to face off uh, to whomever wins the play-in games coming up tonight. So that will be taking place as well. That will also be happening on Sunday. But the Bucks are the 5-30 game. So the noon game is uh, the Heat. 
The 2.30 game Central Time on ABC will be the Nets and the Celtics. And then the 5.30 game on TNT will be the Bulls and the Bucks in game one down at the Fiserv Forum. That series starts, uh, and looking forward to that. And then, obviously, the late game tonight, or late game on Sunday night, will be uh, the Suns hosting whomever wins that playoff game in game one out there in Phoenix. So looking forward to all of that as uh, the NBA is just about upon us as well. But the Brewers, let's talk a lot of Brewers baseball today. We'll open up the phone lines, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, you can do so. You can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. To all of you watching over on the Facebook fan page, YouTube, on Twitch TV, thanks for joining us. Um, and if you want to give us a shout, you can, but uh, you can also follow us over on YouTube. Subscribe there for free. Watch the program all day today as well. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S, Bill Michaels Show. And you can do the same on Twitch TV. Find us over on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels and watch the show there as well. Um, and this comes from Brett. Brett says, Bill said, Ebo said you guys are doing a draft show for the first round. We are. We'll be doing a draft show coming up on uh, the 28th. We're going to be doing the first round live. We, we go on the air at 7 o'clock Central Time. 7 o'clock Central Time. Uh, we're going to be doing the show, and uh, we'll be bringing in a few guests. We'll probably be joined by our buddy Mike Clemens as well, whether it's in person or on the phone. But uh, we'll be uh, covering the uh, first round of the NFL draft for you. All the picks. We'll bring all the picks. Uh, we'll break it all down. We'll talk about what the best available is, what the Packers should be thinking. We'll bring you the trades. Everything coming up on that Thursday night, the 28th. So look for that as well on many of these same stations uh, all throughout the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network and all throughout the state of Wisconsin. And you can find us uh, in many different listening phases. Go to thebillmichaels.com. You can also track us down on the app. You've got The Zone out in Madison, uh, W-O-Z-N, The Zone Madison. You can download that app. And then don't forget, you can also find all of the programs, everything, over on Spotify, Apple iTunes. You can listen to us live on iHeart, listen to us live on Odyssey, and you can also find us on Google Podcasts as well. If you're if you're looking for us and you say you can't find us, I say you ain't trying. It's that simple. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up. We're live at Stenny's. We'll be back right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Welcome back to the program. We are broadcasting live. We are at Stenny, second of National Walker's Points, and we are enjoying the day. It is opening day. The Brewers come back 500. It's just as if the season's starting today. Sitting at 3-3 three and three on the young season, getting a win in Baltimore last night, 4-2, doubling up the Orioles, getting the win, coming back home late last night. Corbin Burns looked incredibly solid. And um, and what more can you say? What more can you say? So uh, really good stuff from our buddy uh, Corbin Burns last night. And uh, Brandon Woodruff on the hill today going up uh, against uh, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. And the Brewers, by the way, trailing the Cardinals by a game in the standings. And uh, that being said, it uh, it is a uh, pretty. Uh, I don't want to say it's a big series early on this 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 early, uh, but it's a big series in the sense that you're opening up. It's a division rival, a lot of excitement. Brewers fans, I mean, uh, waking up today and watching a lot of the coverage. It's. I will say this. It's it's not the start of the baseball season. It's a little bit anticlimactic. 
Does it feel that way, Ben? Just a, just a little because the season is already underway. They've already got six games under their belt, and now they're coming home for the home open for the for quote opening day, so to speak. I think so, but only because of the fact that we've already had the sky is falling and this team is amazing jump in just five games. Yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. It's just it's it's you know you're 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 into the season. You're sitting at five hundred. You're a game back. It is what it is. That type of thing. You know, it, it's it's not the same as the uh, opening. I love it when the Brewers open up at home. Uh, by the way, our buddy Dwayne says, uh, I was wondering if you guys are going to do the uh, draft show. So, wheat, we are doing a draft show. He says, also have some Reuben bites for me at Stenny's. He said they're damn good. The Reuben rolls down here are awesome. Reuben rolls, the wonton crust, the dipping sauce. You get one of the award-winning Bloody Marys, which, by the way, Ben, I think we will imbibe today a little hmm. on the air. I thought you were making your way down here today. I thought I, you were going to try to come. I couldn't. Too much going on here. Um, okay. I, was, I was here late recording our show. Evo, Evo wouldn't let you go? No, no, I just couldn't make it work. Zach and I had to record our show, uh, Kenny and Halprin, yesterday because of the Brewers game today. Yeah. So we had to carry it. I was here late, and uh, there's a lot going on. Nice. Well, it, well, having a job and working is good as opposed to not. So I, I, I gather that. Oh, it's great. I'm going to get down there during weekends. I don't know. During the week, okay. it's a hard commute to do normally, you know? Yeah, I, I understand that. It's about, uh, from my house into the office there is probably about 50 minutes. So it's not terrible. But I, I get it. You, if you don't have to, you would rather not. But I, I get it. Uh, my buddy Josh, watching the program today. And Josh, by the way, a huge, almost obnoxiously huge Cubs fan. <laughs> and if he's watching the program and listening to it, I, I'm sure he's giggling a little bit. Uh, the lead singer for the Cheap Shots, too, by the way, uh, said, even today, I'm a Brewers fan. Beat the Cardinals. Uh, and then we got our buddy Jason said, I'm not a Cards fan, but how cool is it to see uh, Pujols back with the Cardinals this year and to see what he did uh, the other night? Um, it, it's, you know, what would really be, what would really add juice would be is if you had Pujols back, and he, you know, came in with some kind of larger-than-life prowess, so to speak. He is on the hunt for a milestone when it comes to home runs. I give you that. But then to see Larusa back, so that way you could just really seethingly, passionately, with everything in your intestines, hate the St. Louis Cardinals, just to hate them. I just hated, loved to loved to talk to, but hated listening to Tony Larusa. Just, just such an ass. Blaming everything from the ribbon boards to the way Brewers pitchers threw. And we knew he was as big of a shyster as anybody. And uh, just it couldn't wait to listen to him just blame everybody else for all their problems. And then it ultimately comes up at some point or another, whenever Tony La Russa would speak, somebody in the background uh, of whatever interview that he's doing on the radio always begins to play that segment in which he begins to do the al- alphabet after uh, getting pulled over or picked up in his car in Florida when he couldn't. He couldn't recite the alphabet, which is absolutely hilarious. It's it's a shame that he got busted like that, but anyway, that's that's what it is. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Give us a hit if you choose to do, do so. Uh, Mark says, uh, Clayton Kershaw, he, uh, he should have been allowed to at least try to finish a perfect game. Those are so rare. It was his first start of the season. His first start of the 2022 season. 
There's there, there, no. He, I, I get it. He's a three-time Cy Young Award winner, and going seven perfect innings. That's that's fantastic. But no, your first start of the season. He threw 80 pitches, 53 for strikes. He was keeping the ball down. Had a lot of movement. I get it, but not in your first start of the season. No, just I, I'm just not going to do it. And by the way. If you were following along, which after uh, I get the notification from MLB that he had a perfect game through or perfect game through five, I started watching. He was throwing a ton of sliders. He was throwing a ton of sliders. They were they kept talking about that, making note of that, that he was throwing a ton of sliders. So it's one thing if you're just heating up, you're throwing out all out heat, but with all that torque on your arm consistently for your first real big start of the season, nah, I just I, I'm not doing it. The, the goal is to win a World Series. The, the goal is not to uh, to go ahead and, and blow your arm out throwing a bunch of sliders to guys early on. It, it just, I'm sorry, I just wouldn't do it. I get some people are upset about it, but I, I just, I wouldn't do it. Uh, other, other news and notes, by the way, that I wanted to bring up. We talked about this a minute ago. The week after competing in the Masters, Tiger Woods did, um, he's committed to play in the J.P. McManus Pro-Am. At Adair Manor, that's in Limbrick, Ireland, on July 4th and 5th. Uh, the Pro-Am benefits the charities in Ireland. It's going to be played 10 days prior to the start uh, of the Open Championship, which is going to be at St. Andrews in Scotland. It's the 150th, by the way, Open Championship. And Woods then committed to play in the Open right after the Masters. But uh, he wants to play in that Pro-Am. He wants to loosen up a little bit. Now, he is not committed to anything else. And, you know, he feels pretty good about finishing 47th at the Masters after making his first start um, in an official event in more than 17 months following that, that car crash that caused those serious injuries to his leg and such. But uh, that prime event in Ireland hosted by J.P. McManus, which is, by the way, an Irish racehorse owner and a former shareholder of Manchester United. But uh, he was asked to play. Tiger accepted. So we'll see if he plays in anything else leading up to that. Uh, or anything here in the next couple of months. But right now, he did go ahead and say, hey, I will play in that as well, which is kind of the ramp up, if you will, to uh, to playing in the uh, in, in the Open Championship. So Tiger's going to be playing in that. We are brought to you by our, some, some of our great friends. We talk about it all the time. These are the uh, sponsors that help us out and put us on site So at so many of these different broadcasts. Joey Albanese and the whole gang at Albanese's Roadhouse, Blue Mountain Road in uh, Waukesha, right next to the Menards there. They are looking for uh, more participants for their bocce ball tournaments on Monday night. So if you're looking to play some bocce ball at Albanese's, by all means, get a hold of them out there. Also by our friends, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Craig uh, Winger, the GM, if you're going to go to Wisconsin Harley today, try to get a deal. Craig is leaving early, heading down to the game today. Uh, Got some tickets, uh, taking him and some of the staff members. So go to Wisconsin Harley-Davidson this upcoming weekend, and it's going to be warmer next weekend. But go to WISHD.com, that is WISHD.com, and see all that they have to offer, including new bikes, new motor clothes, all that kind of good stuff. Check out Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, and also by our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue. Go to BurnPitBBQ.com, that is BurnPitBBQ.com. Brewers coming up later on today. We are live. We're down at Stenny's. Brewers got a win over the Orioles 4-2 yesterday. Coming up today, going to be taking on the Cardinals. Back at uh, American Family Field, Adam Wainwright on the hill for the Cardinals. Brandon Woodruff did not look sharp in his last outing. He is going to be on the hill today uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers, who come back finally at even a game behind St. Louis in the standings. And the Brewers actually favored 
in this game a little bit. And the over and the under on scoring is eight today. Meanwhile, the rest of the National League Central, the Reds are on the road out in L.A. taking on the Dodgers, Pittsburgh hosting the Nationals, and then the Cubs are on the road taking on the Colorado Rockies in the Mile High City. So that's the way things shake out in the National League Central. We are broadcasting live. We're at Steady, second and National. Walker's Point is Brewers opening day. Stay tuned. We got more coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. We are glad you're with us. Thanks so much, as always. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, broadcasting live, we're at Steady, Second and National Walker's Point, opening the doors uh, for those of you uh, that uh, are thinking about coming down here at whatever point, maybe to grab some lunch or what have you prior to the game. They're going to run the shuttles over to American Family Field later on today. Brewers later on today taking on the Cardinals. Uh, got Brandon Woodruff on the hill looking to bounce back after uh, an ugly performance early on. And then obviously Adam Wainwright to the hill tonight for the, uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals. In the meantime... For those of you that uh, are watching on the Bud Light live stream, uh, a familiar face uh, that I uh, worked with for many years, our buddy, uh, you got to scoot in a little bit, Chucker. Chuck oh, Freeman is here. Hey How there. you doing, man? I'm doing great. It's great. You know, you and I haven't done a show together, been on the radio for uh, probably over three years. It's Before been about the pandemic. That, yeah. We did yeah. a couple of podcasts together, but yeah. that was it. And, uh, yeah, it's great to be back in the old haunts, Denny's. Is, I was down here for the football season watching some Sunday ticket yeah. and all that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, opening day, I wish it was starting a little earlier, 4.15. I, I don't have my game clothes on. I just got done doing the morning sports over on, um, which I do right now on WIBA. I absolutely yeah. love it. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm kind of between the, you know, got to get a little open time here and yeah. came down and have some lunch with you. So where did you now, because so much has changed, because uh, before you were commuting Lamira and mm-hmm. back and apartments and and then uh, and then you had uh, Shannon was in Green Bay. And so where are you building your house? So we, we built the house in Lamira. Okay. Which is, uh, you know, 45 minutes north of Milwaukee. And uh, I work out of the Milwaukee office uh, for iHeartRadio. Uh, AM 920. Which carries this program. Which is, so, yeah. yes, a uh, legendary radio station, yeah. WOKY. I mean, that was like the first radio station I ever listened to growing up in Milwaukee. They played all the hit music back in the 70s. And, uh, you know, they've evolved over the years. And uh, now they're an all-sport. They've been an all-sport station for several right. years. A good station. Uh, great people over there. And I do the morning sports on WIBA in uh, in Madison, uh, which I do out of the Milwaukee office, and uh, which I love being on that show every day with uh uh, Robin and Sean, and uh, you know, cover the Brewers. I cover the Brewers for AP and 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 the Bucks and and Wisconsin Badgers uh, from time to time. But uh, yeah, still doing the same thing. But living, built this house at a wrong time. Yeah. during the pandemic, because you know, because the, then everything shot up. Oh my God! Yes, the cost of wood. Yes, labor, everything. Oh my at God! Least, at least you get people to show up to build the house. Sure. But now we've got to put a lawn in, and we got to put uh, a deck in, and all that, and it's almost as expensive as putting a house right, in. Right, right, yeah, it's unbelievable. You do the you do the lawn if you can. You try mm-hmm. to do the lawn yourself. Uh, you know, we're afraid to do that, especially me. I'm afraid to do it because <laughs> I know my dad tried to do that back in the '70s. And it didn't go too well. And my dad was a great handyman. Yeah. He, which he didn't pass any of those traits out onto me. So me to do that, Bill, I just uh, I'm I'm bankrupt when it comes to that. 
you know, doing doing handy. I don't know Can why. Can you dig a hole and plant a tree? Uh, maybe. Okay. If you uh, if you dig the hole for me. Okay. I'll put the tree in. Okay. But uh, yeah, so we, so I've been you know I was living in this townhouse and apartment for so many years, and then we decided to buy we we're going to buy a condo and then we decided to build this house, and uh, you know the the work is still ahead because I used to lie I used to laugh at all the people in my neighborhood because I live in an apartment. In a townhouse, and I drive by all these people in their yards working, you know, cutting grass every day. And I tell my kids, "Yep, you know, Dad doesn't have to do that anymore. Right. He just goes right to the golf course." Yeah. Well, now you got to do it. Now I'm back at it again. Yeah. Any it's, tips, Bill? Now, well, uh, as a homeowner, how big is the yard? Oh, it's a big backyard. It's kind of like your. Are your you yard. like sitting on an acre? Or, uh, yes. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, well, then big. get a rider. <laughs> yeah. Get a riding mower. Oh yeah. yeah. But, but you know, the good thing about putting a lawn in won't be. I want it to cut for a while. No, no, you just water the hell out of it. But we're taking all these bids for the lawn, and man, a few five, six thousand dollars. That's right, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not cheap. Yeah, that's why I'm saying if you can get the, it's a pain. But if you can get, and now you're putting sod down. Yes. Okay, so if yeah. you can get them to bring the sod to you, then you can roll it and lay it and and all that yourself. Without having landscapers to do it, I mean, it's a lot of work. It's <laughs> it's backbreaking work if you're if you're uh, looking oh, for man. a good workout. It's something to do. But oh man, I don't know if I can. Um, I don't know if I can take that doing that anymore. Um, yeah. No, no, no. I, we're gonna have somebody do it. Um, I, I picture you a lot like cousin Eddie out there with a hose. <laughs> You know, just spraying the lawn down, watering the lawn. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna plant the lawn, and sunflowers Neighbors. are gonna come up, and yeah. weeds and corn stalks, and I don't know where it came from. So I I don't want that I don't want that to happen. I want it done right. So if I'm gonna have it done right, somebody's gonna have to do it for me. Oh crap! Um, so opening day. Let me ask you this. Um, first and foremost, seem a little weird today because of the lockout, because of the ramped up season, because of the fact that they've already played six games. Just a little less. Oomph today? Well, you know, it, I'm so excited. Don't get me wrong, but it just it, it, there's a little different feel today. For it to be like 33 degrees outside, and on the morning show on, on WIBA this morning, I looked up coldest home opener was 1994 when it was 31. That was at the Old County Stadium, right. which you were at. Um, so today it's going to rival that, but thank goodness we're going to be inside. Um, it does feel like opening day to me, except for the cold. Um, you know, I haven't even thought about the lockout. I mean, I have not thought about the lockout. I've been watching all these games. Uh, I, I hope the bats get going uh, sooner rather than later. Got going in the ninth inning a little bit last night, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ready for opening day. I am. I, I'm I'm uh, going to be at a few games this weekend, and you know, I enjoy covering the team. I the Brewers are always my fav- have always been my favorite sports team mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. I've gone to uh, Bill. I've gone to every opening day since uh, 1976. But I and I missed 2020 because of um, uh, because of the COVID. I did not go to the uh, right. when the season started mid July. So I either covered or attended every uh, as a fan every opening day. But I've covered every opening day since uh, 1981. Yeah. Now, yeah, the uh, it's weird because this is going to be the first year, no restrictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, media is back in the press box. Nobody's you know donning masks or anything like that. Well, yeah. to go in the locker room, we have to in the locker room, which. You know. Well, here's the deal. You saw where John Smoltz um, lost his job with MLB Network because he refused to get the COVID shot. And a few other guys, uh, Paul O'Neill, has refused to get the COVID shot, and he's doing work from home. So you can get into the broadcast booth without the COVID shot the, or the booster, but you can't get in the locker room, and you can't get the press conferences. So 
I had to go get the I had to go get the booster. Yeah. And I got the booster on Monday, and I just been been dragging all week trying to recover for it. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't. I don't think I have a code. I've had COVID yet, but I've had the the effects of having these three COVID shots along the way. And I'm telling you, it's not. And yeah. people can relate to it. Have you had the shot? Yeah. Okay. I, I had to. Have you had any effects of it? Uh, not really, but I've had COVID. So, okay. yeah, I did end up having it, but mm-hmm. it, it, uh, you had to have it to attend Super Bowl. Yeah. So it's, I've never been against anybody that wants to wear a mask. I've never mm-hmm. been, you know, look, if you you're, do your own thing. Um, and I get it. Uh, I, I, I just find the whole thing, and without getting too deep into the weeds on that, I just find kind of things hypocrisy-wise. You know, I mean, you can run around with other teams and high five and you can do sign autograph signings and mm-hmm. do selfies with fans but then you go to the locker room where everybody it's mandated you're vaccinated you're boosted the whole thing sure. and then you're back into the mask it's just a little weird it's almost like you're trying what are you what are you what are you doing seriously you know what i mean well look at roy williams at the final four yeah you know uh or in the ncaa tournament wearing a mask in the stands so game ends he's out on the court and suddenly COVID's over. Right, <laughs> and right. He's got the mask yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, I mean, I get it. I understand, you know, people want to take, uh, yeah. you know, certain leagues want to take precautions. And, but I, I always, you know, I don't know. I, I, I find some things relatively hypocritic so, or hypocrisy, so to speak. But the, the, the bottom line is the team finally got a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're back to 500. Uh, Corbin Burns looked really, really good. And then, uh, boy, uh, Brandon Woodruff today, you got to get him off the schneid. Big time. Yeah, he, uh, he he had a rough outing Saturday in Chicago, and you know Williams has not pitched. Uh, you know he's got a he got a jam two nights ago. Last night struggled, uh, gave up a two run lead in the eighth inning. So Williams is not pitching very well um, out of the pen. That's a, a, I'm sure he's not going to be used today. Give him a day off. Threw a lot of pitches last night. Uh, Woody, yeah, it was a he didn't pitch very well at all. Uh, the other night, um, the other afternoon in Chicago. Yeah. We'll see what he's got. You know, Wainwright's going to always be tough for the Cardinals. Um, you know, St. Louis, there's not a lot of high expectations there, but, you know, St. Louis is always going to be St. Louis. They're, gonna yeah. hang, they're always going to kind of hang around. I think around. most people feel the Brewers are going to win the division. St. Louis is going to be three, four games in that area close to the Brewers yeah. and everybody else. Yeah, Cincinnati's not that good, even though they got a couple of early wins. Pittsburgh's terrible. Um, they got to win. A couple of wins, I believe, underneath their belt. And St. Louis, I mean, it's not bad. It's a bad division. You know, there's nobody who's really going to challenge the Brewers, I think. The Brewers are the best team. The one thing that bothers me is what we saw happen in the postseason last year is, uh, you know, the, the bats. Uh, are they going to go dry at the wrong time? Right. And they went dry against the Braves last year. But we've seen that. You know, traditionally, like I mean, you go back history, to the, you, you know? go back even to that uh, that Dodger series a few years back. Yep. You know, nobody. The only one that hit was um, um, Orlando Garcia. Yeah. That yeah. was it. Everybody yeah. else, again, your big hitters, your big bats. Everybody just went dry. Yeah. 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 I, I remember that extra inning game. They just could not push a runner across. And I think that was Washington too. Game four. The, yeah, Washington. The yeah. Washington game. The wild card game in 2019. Bill, I, was there, I was out there covering that, and. Uh, they could not, yeah, they could not push a run across. I mean, they got a, an early lead on a couple of home runs, um, but they couldn't build on it. And like, like last night, they got an early lead build. They were up 2 nothing early on, and uh, out came back to bite them because, you know, the, you had to have Burns pitches rear end off through seven innings. Williams gave up the lead in the eighth. Um, and then, uh, you know, you battled back and you scored those two in the ninth inning and Hater closed it out, but uh, there's some talent on that offense. I just I don't know why they're struggling, and 
you know, I know we're going to probably get the Christian Yelich, but mm, yeah. my goodness. Yep. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. We are broadcasting live. A longtime friend, Chuck Freeman, is down here with us. We are broadcasting live. We're at Steny, second and national in Walker's Point. If you want to come down, downtown, and you can take the shuttle from here to the game, and then the uh, shuttle picks you up, brings you back to Steny's. They run them all afternoon, so uh, no worry about them. If you miss one, you've got another one coming along in just a little bit, so stop into Steny's. We are brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Stay tuned. we got more coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. We are glad to have you. Thanks so much. As always, for taking a listen to us and uh, to those of you watching, we uh, we got our Bud Lights. We're good to go. I'm Bill Michaels, Chuck Freeman alongside. And uh, it's good. It's opening day. It's, uh, it's exciting. It's uh, always a great time of year. And uh, it's always a lot of fun and, and good to kind of, you know, think about the optimism of baseball, the summer that should be. Um, Although the weather is somewhat craptastic, that's for sure. Uh, the weather today, 44 degrees tops, but winds uh, upwards of 40 to 50 miles an hour. So if you think you're going to head down and do a little tailgating, it's uh, it's not going to be easy. But nevertheless, um, it is what it is. So uh, anyway, long story short, Chuck Freeman alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Glad to have you. So we were talking about opening days. God, um, is there one that stands out? Yes, 1980, Bill. I was thinking about that on the way, on the way here. Um, you know, I grew up uh, in Greendale, on the south side of Milwaukee. And when I was a kid, my dad would uh, my dad would write it, or my mom would do it, my dad would tell my mom to do it, a handwritten note uh, for opening day yeah um to, to, to school and it would either be like a dentist appointment a funeral a doctor's appointment something every year from 1976 through 1980-81 and my dad would pick me up at school at about 10:30, and uh we'd drive through uh the neighborhood and all the way to county stadium for opening day and my dad would always tell me like we just we get to a stop sign Stop at go lights. And he'd tell me to duck down so nobody would see us. And my right. parents, you know, because he didn't want to get truancy or anything like that. He didn't want to get arrested, which was a thing back then, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so went to opening day, 1976, my very first opening day. The Brewers um, beat the New York Yankees with Catfish Hunter on the mound. Jim Slate oh, wow, was yeah. on in 1976, 5 nothing. Brewers went on to lose like 90-some-odd games this year, and that was Henry Aaron's final opening day and final season in general but uh, 1976 it was his final year with the brewers the first of two years that he finished up his career with the brewers but the game i remember is 1980 they won on a walk-off grand slam by Sixto Lascano. the highlight is on youtube euchre had the call mm-hmm. they beat the boston red sox and uh on Sixto's grand slam at the bottom of the ninth inning i was 13 years old it was cold outside not as cold as it is today but it was one that i'll never forget and it was brewers were just starting in 1978 they started winning for a first time 
and 79, they won more games. They won 95 games. In 80, they won again, but there was no playoff expansion back then. You know, you had to win the American League East to go to the postseason. The Brewers had really good teams, but they'd always finish behind the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Orioles. Um, and the Brewers had a really good team in 1980, and 6-0 hit that grand slam, and County Stadium, probably one of the biggest highlights in Brewer history at County Stadium was when Sixto hit that opening day grand slam. Yeah. And if you saw it, it was opposite field, right field, and Sixto was just a Brewer legend, had a terrific arm in right field, fan favorite. But that's uh, that that game stands out as the best opening day for me that I yeah. can call. 99 was brutally cold. It was my first year in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember doing the live remote in back then. You had to run the satellite van. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had to have a satellite <laughs> up, so we ran the satellite van. Um, and you ended up, uh, you know, kind of sitting in the side of the van. That was where the old entrance was around County Stadium. Okay. And it was cold as hell. I mean, just brutally cold. And then the, the year after, which was supposed to be, the opener at okay. Miller Park, but because Big Blue collapsed, it was another opening day. That's right. Uh, so then it was the last time around again, part two, for County Stadium. And then it was Fernando Vina. As we were sitting around Fernando Vina doing a post-game press conference, mm-hmm. the pipe from the toilets above broke in the locker room, and it dumped... I, re- I remember that. Crap all over the place. Yeah. And it was a signal that the time was coming to yes, an end. It, it, like, this is it. Yeah. It, this is, it's yes. got to happen. Yes. yes. Crap was everywhere. I and, remember that. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, then after that, obviously, opening day 2020, or 2001, mm-hmm. when Miller Park opened, we were there on hand. And I remember I had... And this was this was back in the day when you could run around. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't security everywhere. And it was, it was kind of a family business. And... Mm-hmm. Everybody knew everybody, you know, and uh, and terrorism wasn't the thing then. Seelix still owned the team. Correct. Yep. Seelix still owned the team. And we were up in Bernie's Chalet. We were down mm-hmm. below in the dugouts. We were on the field. You know, we were all over the place. And just getting a great sense of the park, taking regular pictures because you, you were just starting to get mm-hmm. pictures on your phone at the time. And uh, I remember that. And then um, I was asked because I was working for the flagship at the time. They said, hey, we want you to come over, but you got to go because I had gone through the, uh, the Secret Service to get cleared and then to meet uh, President Bush, who was thrown out the first pitch mm-hmm. and then watching him get dressed and put the, ke- the vest on under the Kevlar vest on underneath the Brewers jersey. <laughs> OK. And how hard it was for him. He's trying to throw down below. Well, you were that close, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a chance to meet him. We got a chance to go over and shake a hand and, and everything. It was really, really cool. So because I've never met a sitting president before. And so that was kind of cool. Uh, so that was that was a cool opening day. That was a Friday. That was a night game, though, right? Yeah. That was a Friday yeah. night. Yeah. That was the last time they had a night opening day. Yeah. Or the only time at Brewer history. That was, we were there all day. Yeah. You know, I mean, we got, because I, mean, I did the morning show there. Oh, geez. So <laughs> I, I got there at like 4.30 in the morning. Okay. And my cousin had come to town and some friends of his, and, and so they came with me. Mm-hmm. And we just sat in the stands, literally just sat in the stands and sat in the suites and then you know, a euchre got there later that afternoon. We did uh, some one-on-one stuff with him, and then, but yeah, it was it was it was rather interesting. And he knew Bush because President Bush was part with the Rangers uh, at the time. Sure. He did a lot of stuff with the Texas Rangers, so Bob knew him from years gone by. Sure. So him and Bob were like old buddies, you know. And Bob's former broadcast partner Merle Harmon was yeah. also a Ranger broadcaster, right? 
for several years. Yeah, yeah, and he was so. that, and you know, Merle and Bob were uh, an iconic team with yeah. the Brewers back in the seventies. So it was it was fun. The opening of Miller Park was really cool, and then obviously we've done so many, you know, after that doing mm-hmm. the shows out at Hellfair Field, and uh, you know, I was not here though for the heyday of say. Um, County Stadium, when all the bars used to get together and buy semis, and you'd have the the Budweiser trucks and the Miller trucks and everything sitting out in the actual parking lots and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And uh, you get a lot of the stories about the heyday of, of what it used to be as far as the drinking drowns and opening day. Opening day is they, it's kind of like New Year's Eve. It's, it's what they call the amateur day. It's yeah. Everybody wants to come out for the event, and then after that, the next game, everything settles down. You know, um, I like opening day. But in some facets, I hate opening day yeah. for what you're talking about right, right there, Bill. Right. And you know that. Um, it's, um, you know, it is, it's, in some ways it is amateur hour, even for the media. Right. You know, it's, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because you, it's not the people that cover the game. It's the morning news shows mm-hmm. and all these people that aren't normally there yep. that are there. Mm-hmm. And they're all trying to run around and get stories. And, you know, you just want to get into your groove, man. Get into your seeing players, seeing mm-hmm. the guys, that type of thing. So, yes. yeah, you know, I completely get it. Uh, we got one hour down. We got three more to go. Uh, we're going to have Kevin Holden from CBS 58. going to be joining us coming up here in a little while. Uh, Chuck Freeman is on site with us as well for a while. We're going to be talking with Andrew Wagner. We're going to be talking with Jim Ozarski, some Bucks basketball. That is coming up a little bit later on in the program as well. It is Brewers opening day. We are broadcasting live. We are at Stenny, second and National Walkers Point. They're going to run shuttles out of here later today. So if you want to come on down, get yourself some lunch, enjoy yourself like we are doing right now, uh, which is uh, enjoying the award-winning Bloody Mary. They've won so many competitions with this thing, it isn't even funny. But come on down. Enjoy yourself. Get yourself something to eat as uh, the doors are now open. People are starting to filter in. Come on by, say hello here until 2 o'clock, and then we're going to send you on down to American Family Field and get you ready for the Brewers and the Cardinals at 414. First pitch today uh, on uh, many of those networks all throughout the great state of Wisconsin and beyond the borders. Stay tuned. We got a lot more. The Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.